You listen to Super Action Bros podcast, talk about movies with explosions and card chases. <laughs> plane, cha- plane, plane crashes? Plane four, crashes. Four, car, truck slow follows. Um, and we're somehow in the middle of the Finnish outback uh, of, of the jungles and forests of Finland. <laughs> jungles of Finland. The forests of Finland, there's an electrical outlet that you can plug in a generator to. <laughs> no, no, you don't plug a generator into an electrical outlet. It just runs. Oh, so he had like, how much gas did he use he, he for that? He probably put it there like the day before. So it's just like been running for two days straight? Yes. We'll explain this. Hi, everybody. Welcome to Super Action Bros. I'm Ryan. And I'm Ian. Uh, and welcome to our episode. We don't have like a theme for this one. We're just, we just, I, I picked just a movie a that I thought was out, neat. Yeah. Uh, and so uh, I, I saw a trailer for this on accident on iTunes. Uh, we were joking about something and they said somehow the uh, Siri thought I said big game. And this movie came up. We watched the trailer for it in which Samuel L. Jackson is president. And I was like, sold. I need to watch this movie. Uh, so we're watching yep. the Finnish film. Yes. Um, uh, finished. Finnish film. Big game. Um, before we uh, get started uh, on that, a couple ways you can reach out to our show if you like what we do and you want to say hello. Uh, easiest way to do that, visit the website, stuffandthingsnetwork.com. Click on the Super Action Bros uh, art there and you can listen to all of our previous episodes. Uh, we can, uh, you can subscribe to us on iTunes, Stitcher, and Google Play. You can also reach out to us on social media. We have Twitter, Facebook, Tumblr, Instagram, and uh, Letterbox on there. Uh, you can also reach out to us individually if you'd like to tweet at me. It's at irich. That's at I-R-I-T-C-H. I'm on Twitter also, Ryan Roop, R-Y-A-N-R-U-P-P-E. You can also email us. There is a, a contact form on the front page of the site, so fill that out, shoot us an email, and uh, that will be that. So uh, all of that at stuffandthingsnetwork.com. So Ryan... A yeah. big game. We watched it. It we, this, this boy, trailer that we. I saw. Yeah, we did. And, we watched uh, the whole movie actually. Yeah. Not just the trailer. So, so I had a theory about this movie. Okay. That, well, mostly in about and this leads us into the the people who made it. Uh, that it seemed very similar in like look and kind of this hunter thing to this odd Christmas horror movie. I don't know action horror movie. Okay. Called. Uh, it's funny because we talked last time about, or was it two times ago? No, it was last time, wasn't it? We talked about Dead Snow. We have mentioned Dead. Was Snow. that was that on it what happened same, to Monday? Same director, or I think writer director. Right of yeah. of what happened to Monday, and this one also is another weird Christmas or winter themed movie. Uh, which uh, the person who wrote and directed this uh, also, I think, wrote and directed a movie called Rare Exports. Uh, oh. Which I was telling Ryan about. It's essentially similar happens in Finland. Actually, the maybe, main maybe we should watch that. It's not really like an action movie, but it kind of is. But it's kind of more of a horror movie. It's weird. It's a weird. It's weird. I I feel like I'd have to clear it to make sure. But like who, I've seen who it. Would you clear it with? Uh, just to I mean, if if Eyes in the Dark ever returns oh, from its I gotcha. dark dank cave from its, from its slumber. Yeah. Um. Uh. But uh. Uh, yeah, it's it's about like these this this little boy and his dad who discover, I guess they discover this like s- real real Santa about a buried boy underground. And his dad. Yeah, and, and it's actually the same little boy. Oh. Um, but I thought, I'm like this feels really familiar. I wonder if this is the same people who did Rare Exports. And sure enough, it was Rare Exports. Kind of a uh, uh, kind of a a cult favorite now, mm. as far as like weird. You know, it'd be, people love uh, dark Christmas movies now. They like, do. That's yeah. a thing. Like. 
There's the this whole thing. thing of like, oh, let's watch a Christmas movie that's not a Christmas movie. Gremlins. Like that's why like Iron Die, Man Three, Die Hard, Die like Hard, is the yeah. is kind of the thing that like spurred that. But there's been so many. There's like Black Christmas and uh, most most recently Krampus was the sure. big one. No, that's right. So that was like the mainstream version. But um, but it, but it had a similar kind of like look and feel to it. Mm. Um, and so I was like, I wonder if this is the same guy. And it turns out it is. And that wow. person's name is uh, what's his name? Jalmari <laughs> Halander. Yep, sounds Spanish to me. Yeah. Um. So Finland. he uh, he directed and wrote this movie. Yeah. Um, also, uh, well, based on original story written by him and uh, Petri Jokirna. Uh, Jok- Jokiranta. Jokiranta. Uh, we'll go with who, that. Who also wrote Rare Exports. Rare Exports. So they seem like they're like... Um, pals. Pals. At least um, they work together. So the people who star in this movie, though... We're doing this backwards. Uh, yeah. Usually I do this part. Yeah, I'm, I'm doing it now because it's my movie. Okay. I brought it. All right, go for it. <laughs> I just figured I'd take it over because why not? Um, unless you, if you unless you have facts you'd like to talk about. I mean, there are there are facts about the movie. It's the highest budgeted finished movie ever. That would make that would that would with make a budget sense. of twelve million dollars. Yeah, that, that would make sense based on the actors that they have in this movie. Yeah, some expensive actors. So, um, we we'll have leave the soundstage. Our two main characters, um, uh, Oni Tamila play uh, plays Oscari. He's also the same kid who's in Rare Exports. Okay. Same kid. He's a good kid. He plays a kid excellently. He he sure does. Actually, I wonder if his dad is also the same dad. If he's also in this movie, yes, I think. I wonder. Hold on. Let me hold on a second. I can look it up while you do this. Okay, they're not the same characters because that would have been incredible to make Although a movie he is, about he he that guy the guy who plays his dad Yorma Tomila uh-huh. is in Rare, Rare Exports. I think yeah. he also plays his dad. Um, so we have that. And so I feel like Rare Exports was like, they're like, okay, we're just going to make this kind of indie movie that it's you like are going to hear like about. a proof of proof, proof that of we con- can make a movie. movie. Yeah. And then now they made this movie because they have the other lead in the movie. Uh, Samuel L. Jackson Woo! plays President, U.S. President William Anderson. I think William right? Anderson Moore. Moore. That's right. Yeah, yeah, three three names. Three puns on the, on the Moore part. Wham. <laughs> president I mean, Wham. Yeah. The three names for a president's pretty standard. Um, so let's talk about uh, Samuel L. Jackson and and and, and well, this Oscar is, and uh, uh, um, God, I can't. Oni, Oni in this movie. The Samuel L. Jackson plays a bit against type in this movie. Obviously, he's he's he plays presidential, which Samuel L. Jackson is typically more of a down to earth kind of guy. He's not not he's not not down to earth in this movie. No. But usually, but, Sam, but Samuel L. Jackson implies that. When you see him on screen, you'd be like, oh, this guy's going to do some cool stuff. He's going to be gonna the unshakable guy who yeah. can't be stopped. Yeah. But but not not so in this case. No, he's actually very scared. All the, I've never heard Samuel L. Jackson use his I'm scared voice like the like this I'm scared yell. It, it's kind of nice to to see that Samuel L. Jackson does have range. He just very little. It doesn't very infrequently is is asked to call upon it. And that's the one thing I actually did like about this movie. I was a little disappointed at first because I was like, why is he not being like a total like tough total guy? But BA, then I'm like, yeah. but wait a minute. You never see this. This gives him a chance to do something he doesn't normally do. That's interesting. And so mm-hmm. I'm like, OK, I'm going to keep watching you movie. Um, so, yeah, and I, I don't know. I think I think the back and forth between him and the, and, and the kid uh, is pretty good. Uh, it's pretty it's pretty standard generic action movie, guys. <laughs> well, no, and, <laughs> so, and yeah. so that's one of the weird things about this movie is that this movie, the all the American, the quote unquote American parts of this movie are like as little character depth as possible. Yeah. Oh yeah. Like we like broadest strokes, flattest cipher characters, like 
every action movie bit that you've already seen. Again, you don't even have to think about it because you've seen it already. And then the finished parts of this movie, the parts that are that are about this kid's sort of rite of passage and who he is and his relationship with his dad and his relationship with this thing that he has to do are incredibly deep and complex and really well acted and really well thought out. And it's like, oh, okay. It, 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 it very much feels like we made this movie about this finished kid in the wilderness and then we tacked on this American stuff. Yeah. We, we took the stuff. It's like we wanted to make this movie about this this traditional Finnish rite of passage. I don't even know if that's a thing or not. But we wanted well, to make pretend. this movie about this. And then they're like, but we wanted more people to like it than just Finlanders or whatever you call a Finnish. I think you just call them a Finn. A Finn. Wanted mm-hmm. that more than just the Finns would like it. So we thought, well, let's, let's put a, a thing where the American president's in trouble and right. terrorists are trying to get him. Right. Because... Well, because also, that part of the plot feels so lovingly handcrafted and it's shot in such a way that is that is artful and really well done. And the other stuff is just like, yeah, you've seen an action movie before. Here's one. Well, and I, I, I kind of like that juxtaposition because it's it's I, I like the idea of like, hey, it, it's I'm trying to think of like another example movie that's like this. I know there are plenty, but I, I haven't seen one in a while that is like. Hey, you have all these guns and bombs, but I'm gonna beat you with a bow and arrow. Like, but that's not even really what happens in this movie. Yeah. It's sort of it's you get the feeling that that's what's gonna happen because it feels like that kind of movie. But then, well, I'm just saying, like they they yeah. they zag every time they should no, zig. Or it definitely something. doesn't happen, but like that's how they sold it, and so that premise sold me on it. And they didn't. I don't mean this in a bad way. They didn't deliver on that, but. They sort of snuck in a better movie than you expect yeah, it to be. I I actually like this a lot more than I than I, I I didn't I didn't expect it to be much, and I enjoyed it for what it is. Um, let's let's keep... talk about all the the characters who make up the generic American <laughs> pantheon of oh, of, boy. of politics that they don't even and and it's great because they got all the all of the most expensive actors except for Samuel L. Jackson, and they're like, look, we'll just get them in this soundstage. For a single day of shooting, and then we'll be done. Yep. Uh, a, a veteran MCU actor, Ray Stevenson. He played uh, Volkstag. He uh, he's he's the one besides Samuel Jackson who actually is not. He he leaves. He jumps out of an airplane. Yeah. He's scrapping around on the ground. He rides in a helicopter. He's not the one who's stuck on the soundstage. No. Across on the other half of the world. Right. Like the rest of the well-known actors in this movie. Right. Um, the rest of the well-known actors, who a lot of them are that guy actors, actually. Oh yeah, that's um, that's who you get when you have some budget, but not a huge amount of budget. Right. But you're like, well, I need we need people who we need a guy who's going to be the the wormy, uh, the the slimy vice president. Who do uh, we get? Victor Garber is Perfect. who you get, who has been in actually a lot of stuff. He's been in Argo. He was on Alias for a long time. Uh, he was on, in Titanic. Uh, he's a he's a that guy actor who you'd re- who you'd recognize. Oh, yeah. He's actually in a Absolutely. lot of the. He's oh yeah that's right he's on uh, he's on uh, some of the um, uh, or at least he was I don't know I haven't been keeping up with him he was on some of the CW shows. Okay. He was the professor part of uh, Firestorm. Oh uh, okay. There you uh, go. So he he's been on there for a little while. Um, and then it's like who do we get for the for the unmoving general who's barking orders and is angry the whole time? Let's get Ted Levine. Yeah. Okay. He's in Jurassic World. He's on Shutter Island. He's in Silence of the Lambs. He's, in he's the Wild general West. in Wild Wild West. Yep. Perfect. That's uh, he's who in we heat want as well. Yeah, he's in Heat. Uh, and then who do we get show. for the CIA director who you don't really know where her allegiances lie? Let's get Felicity Huffman <laughs> from 
Desperate Housewives. Housewives. Uh, and yeah, a couple other things. And then I'm who do you sure get for this for the weirdest character in this whole movie? This, I've never this, heard him do an American accent. This, it was weird. This weird, apparently the the longest serving spy in the CIA who happens to know everything before it happens, and like there's no explaining what happens at any point with what he's doing. He just guesses. He uses the term as he doesn't say enhance, but he says zoom in oh, at boy. one point. Uh, Jim Broadbent. I've never seen Jim Broadbent in, a, in like a, in a role like this. No, and I've also never heard Jim Broadbent do an American accent like that. Well, and and it's, it's I mean, not super successful. And I know, but it's I'm not, just saying, like, I've never even seen him attempt it. It's true. It's not as grating as Benedict Cumberpatch's American accent. I don't think in, it's that bad. No, that's what I'm saying. It's not as annoying as. No, that what bad. I'm saying is I don't think Benedict Cumberbatch's is that bad. It's just he to me sound that's like just himself. how Doctor Strange sounds. But it's not Doctor Strange. It's Sherlock. <laughs> well, I mean, we've never heard Doctor Strange before, really, unless we want to pull up some animated vid- no, footage that sounds different. I don't know. I think it's. I know. I know people give it a hard time in those Avengers movies, but like, I, I just, it's just his accent that bothers me. I th- I think that it gives him a unique character. Actually, I'm sure you can go to like Super Action Bros episodes from like two years ago and hear me whining about how I think he's lazy casting. <laughs> they could have they could have chosen someone more interesting. Can you imagine if we got Joaquin Phoenix? He was apparently in the running. Yeah. Can you imagine a sure. Joaquin Phoenix extra change? Uh, it would have been weird as hell. You want to see Joaquin Phoenix in a superhero movie, buddy? It's coming. Oh boy. <laughs> he's gonna be it the would have made sure the, we would never chuckler. get jo- Joaquin Phoenix as the Joker at least. Um, but, uh, let's see. Is there anybody else really of note in not, this? That's pretty much not it. Not really, but man, Jim Broadman's character is so strange. It is. And the, the thing about his character and the vice president's character, they have this weird tacked on scene at the end of the movie that feels like it's supposed to lead to like a sequel but or then I something, don't, but I wouldn't but watch that. Nothing sequel. happens. It's weird. It's, it's them trying to give like a little more ambiguity and not just fully wrap it up perfectly. Clean. Yeah. Like just in case we want to do something else in this yeah. universe, we can do it. The, but Oh boy. I, I, I think it's other than that. And, and by the way, which comes out of left field, like the only, okay. It comes out of left field in the sense that at one point you're like, Oh, Jim Broadbent's a bad guy. And then well, you see I mean, the like we've definitely seen Jim Broadbent be a really nice guy and then turn out to be a bad guy. Hot fuzz. Right. And I was hoping that like in this Jim Broadbent was the only bad guy. Cause I saw the vice president being cause tip typical. What's your typical action movie plot? Like, Oh, I'm the vice. Pre- I'm very concerned about the president. It turns out I want to be the president. I want to kill the president, which I was like, please don't let that happen. I was like, that's my only complaint with the movie is I was like, please just let it be like, I saw you because uh, he like looks over at Jim Broadbent at one point when he's like texting coordinates or, or a text message of some sort. And I was kind of like, oh, vice president, get him like be not evil this one time. Just be like, I saw what you did. And then like take down Jim Broadbent and be like evil is punished. Nope. He's the Weasley vice president. I'm like, he's no, just for one reason. The Weasley vice president. Don't do that. I was like, I wanted to see him go like I, the whole the whole. Come on, man! But so like, the entire, the entire. I wanted to see, you know, I wanted this to be. I wanted this to be, and I, I don't. And we never get political on the show, but I, well, sometimes we do. But I, I, I wanted this to be a Obama Joe Biden relationship. Oh, I, was okay. like, I got your back, yeah, Barack. Yeah. He's like, I got your back, William. I'm the vi- I'm the Joe Biden, and you could tell that's what they were trying to go for. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean. Let's be real here. Yeah. Let's just let's just call a spade a spade. Black president. Black president. And they talk old, about and, gray-haired and is, white guys as vice president. What, 20, 2015? 2014. 2014. So it's it's, it's right it's, around it's the right end right of the Obama time. presidency. He talks yeah. about how he's being a lame duck, which means can't be reelected. Yeah. Um and and so yeah. But they they so that whole 
there's this whole chunk of the movie, this relatively small chunk that we get little bits of, takes place in some sort of nondescript situation room right. in America. And yes. it's it's where we have the CIA director and we have the weird Jim Broadbent character and the vice president and this general and like a couple of computer jockeys. Yes. And and they never leave the room and, and it's just it's just that part of every Michael Bay movie or that part of every Roland Emmerich movie where it's just people in a situation <laughs> room, but it's shot in a much more boring room in a much more boring way. Yes. Uh, just to say like, well, I guess we got to have that. What do you think the first movie to do that was? Um, I find it ironic that in a weird way uh-huh. that Stanley Kubrick before that movie, those movies even have that almost parodied it. <laughs> It's true in, 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 in Doctor Strange Love. It's weird, right? I, I think we'd probably have to watch a lot of disaster movies from the seventies. Yeah, I'm probably. Sure that they I'd do imagine. That. Whoa, I got a text message here. Uh, that's why I put my phone on silent before we're recording. I usually like do. I think I think it's because my iPad was uh, was dead oh, wow. and now it's alive. Yep, that's why. Okay. Well, anyway, uh, so yeah, it's 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 just like well, if we're gonna make an American action movie, we gotta have the several higher ups in a situation room to comment on the action and say what's happening when it's too expensive for us to show it's you know we, we're not going to show that helicopter crash you know except for after it happens but well we can have them watch it on a screen and react yeah. to it and that's way cheaper <laughs> it's very true we've already done it once um all right so ryan what is the macguffin of this movie well first of all ryan sure what is the macguffin i explained it last time yeah classic, your turn like normal classic filmmaking term used a lot by alfred hitchcock it's the the thing everybody's trying to get it's uh it's it's the the ark of the covenant in raiders of the lost ark um and so in this movie it's the president everybody wants the president except for this kid uh who doesn't realize he wants the president until towards the end of the movie um but but yeah it's 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 man i really think the name of this movie is a stretch i I get it but it's it's more of a pun than it is like a theme um because because the idea is the kid is the kid is out to hunt big game to prove that he's a man to his village. Yeah. Uh, and and really he, wants he, to bag a buck. He really wants to bag a, a, a deer, a, a boy deer, a buck. But it, but instead, what he ends up bagging is saving the president from terrorists. <laughs> he just wants to get a dollar. He's just yeah. looking for somebody maybe spilled and let, let an American just dollar a, go. Yeah, out just there. a single American dollar. Yeah. Uh, no, but but what he ends up doing is saving the president when when nobody, even his dad didn't think that he could actually successfully kill a deer yeah. and cut its head off. And instead he killed a man instead by, he, by, by hitting him with an arrow enough and to cause him to have a heart attack. Yeah. Yep. Um, <laughs> because he had a weak heart from being shot there previously. Yep. Here's a spoiler for you. Um, <laughs> so, so yeah. The, oh, that was the other B plot that came out of nowhere, where the terrorist guy, like, is in Air yeah, Force One. The terrorist one guy is like, I want to hunt people like they're animals. No, no, no. And but then but, I'm gonna stuff it. No, but then no, that's not the weird B point. It's where he's like, actually, Mr. President, I'm on your side. But that's another story for another time. Like, what? <laughs> you can't just let that, 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 that like bomb drop. That like. I'm actually on your side. I actually li- like like you in some weird way. Or he says something that like alludes to like there's more to me than what you think. But then, and then he blows dies immediately up. afterwards. Yeah. <laughs> like what? I mean, it is. Let's put it this way. It is pretty great that the idea is I'm gonna hunt the president and stuff him. Like that's a pretty bold idea. Yeah. For an action movie where it's like I wanted to see more of that. I I do I did appreciate when he blew up that guy with a rocket launcher. <laughs> yeah. So overkill. Doesn't need to happen, but ah, let's do it. Yeah, the, the helicopter pilot. 
Um, so, okay, then. What are the uh, what, then what are the big action sequences in this movie? Uh, first one is the evacuation of... I think the really the first big action sequence is the evacuation of Air Force One. Yes. Where they're jumping off the back of the plane. Yeah. And, uh, and that's the first point you realize that this Secret Service agent may be a bad guy. Yeah. And they put, they put the president in some sort of space capsule. Yeah. It's the some same, sort of Apollo-esque space it, it, capsule. It looks just like the Secret President capsule in Air Force One. Is Okay. I, I was going to ask, is there any other... I guess you've answered my question. Air is Force Is there One. precedent for Secret President capsule? Oh, yeah. This movie is definitely like... We watched Air Force One and we're like, well, we could do this. Yeah. What if, what did if it, it was but, in Finland? What if he did it, but instead of being on the plane, he had to get off the he got off yeah. the plane. Like that must be frightening being in that little that little pod. Have we you, watched Air Force One in this no, movie? Nope. <sighs> One day we're gonna have to watch I'll, all those. That's another that's another action movie. We were talking about people we've overlooked as far as like month Harrison themes. Ford. Harrison Ford's one we've overlooked. Harrison, uh, Air Force One is really like a secret. You watch the Fugitive. It's a secret so sequel to. Um, to Patriot Games. Yeah, even though he's not Jack Ryan. Right, but but Jack Ryan eventually becomes president. Oh, does he? And a lot of what happens in Air Force One is the Tom Clancy book. Gotcha. They just filed the serial numbers off, gotcha. but they're like, but we still got Harrison Ford. Gotcha. Uh, which explains why the president can do all those things. We should he do some matter. sort of. I mean, there's a lot of. Now that I think about it, this is a whole other tangent. A lot of Harrison Ford action of, movies. No, a lot of '90s action movies involving planes. There are. We should, we should consider that too, okay. like Con Air. Let's watch them in September. <laughs> sure, um, that wouldn't be insensitive or anything. <laughs> Jeez, that's a dark joke for you. I'm sorry, you might want to cut that out. I apologize. <laughs> oh my god. Um. All right. Uh, so, I'm not gonna cut so, uh, distract distract us from uh from that joke by uh, by let's talking about the next action sequence. Uh. Which is uh well actually the crash of Air Force One is also an action sequence yeah, too. It's, it's like plow or you see it plow through forests. It just goes and goes and goes. Cool. Like it's it's pretty well done and and for like really, a twelve million dollar budget, this is pretty pretty impressive. Yeah. Well, you can tell that the filmmakers are Finnish and are saying, you know, it's beautiful. The Finnish wilderness, which they're not wrong. The the mountains and everything that they yep. shoot, it's gorgeous, absolutely gorgeous. And and so they 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 spend a lot of time shooting the location uh, because it's it looks great, but it it adds to that sort of weird feeling of the fact that it's two movies because a lot of those shots feel like. They're part of this movie about this kid's rite of passage, right? But not part of this movie about the the American president being chased by terrorists. No. Yeah, and it, it's just this weird like smash of of the and there's like there's almost like a clear border in between yeah. the two, and depending on which side you're on, the kid acts one way or another. That's true. Because on the one hand, the kid throws the president like two cups with string in between them to act as the telephone. That was so cute. Which was which is cute, but it's just dumb. <laughs> And Is and that that's clearly that that clearly it, it exists in the in the American president being chased by terrorist side of it. Yeah. But then on the other side, where they're like like cooking together and just kind of like talking to Eating each other, weird, weird colored sausages. Yeah, that that one exists like on the yellow. on the What's other that? side of the movie. It's on the bad. on the side of the movie that's about this sort of like rite of passage, which is basically like. What are you doing out here? What's going on? Why? Yeah. You know, why? Why is it? Why? Why are you? Doing it does this? have those beats of like, okay, we've had an action time. Let's talk now. Yeah. Um. And, and then, then and then the the most ridiculous thing, which is where the the terrorists are right on them, almost there. But then they go to sleep and they sleep all through the night and everything's fine. And then in the morning, there the terrorists are again. Yeah. And then it's uh, like everybody's like, well, the sun's going down. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna keep trying to find these guys. No, there are bears out here. Yeah, we will just go. We'll just sleep, and then when we wake up, we'll and have some I mean, by the way, that again. that I feel is why they had the freezer. They had this. So it turns out the boy's dad 
puts a buck head in a freezer out in the middle of nowhere, tells him like a secret location where he'll find a buck uh, and puts like a big old like deer head in the middle of nowhere in a freezer being like, hey, you don't really have to. I don't believe in you to do this or like, or you, know, I, you know, I, I didn't think you could do it. But I, I, love I, you anyway. I almost was kind of like maybe that's like a secret too. like maybe his dad didn't do it either. Like, yeah, didn't yeah, really I mean, kill a bear. Like, yeah. I don't know. I didn't really. I didn't. I mean, didn't. It doesn't really matter. But uh, but also, like earlier in the movie, the kid's not strong enough to pull the bow, bow back, back all, the, all way, the way. Which they only have one. Uh, yeah, maybe it's know. ceremonial. I don't. Know. I guess, but um, but at that point, then the terrorists show up. They start beating the president. Yeah, and they just beat the crap out of him. And then the and kids Samuel Jackson is just like, "Don't hit me anymore." Yeah, I know it's great. It's great. It's like, what is wrong? And a little part of you is like, "Get up! I've seen you hit people." <laughs> but the other part of you is like, "I like that he's playing against type and like he's really afraid. Like that's that's new." He for does him. a good job. Well, and then they put and then they put the president in the freezer with the intention of later stuffing him. Uh, and fly away with it on the bottom of a helicopter and, and then that they this basically, little boy does the air jump onto. Yeah. And then they basically reenact that scene with the hobbits and the, or the dwarves in the barrels yep. from the Ugh. first Hobbit movie with a, with a fridge Ugh. in the in the Finnish wilderness. Yes. Because it, it, you know, he cuts the thing and, it, yep. and then they, and they fall down and they float <laughs> over a waterfall. And yep. I don't even remember all the stuff. And they that go happens. underwater and then they get out and then it turns it out looks, they found it looks Air expensive. Force One. It looks it look, like there's a lot of CG that was yeah. involved in that. And then and they find Air Force One and they swim into Air Force One. Oh, yeah. I and forgot then, about the whole and, underwater part. And then they and they get out and they're like, oh, what's going to happen? We're in Air Force One. And then, boom, the top of Air Force One gets blown off. And the terrorist dude comes in. He's like, I'm going to blow you up and you're going to die. And then they fight the terrorist guy. Uh, and he they, he gets blown up. Turns out they eject out of Air Force One from the pilot's from the pilot's ejector, ejector seat. Yeah, yeah, that's a good bit. As this massive mushroom cloud explodes beneath them, and at awesome. the right moment, the bad guy, like Secret Service guy, is there, it's hanging the out of the helicopter, pulls the bow just enough. And launches an arrow, calling back to an earlier scene where he tried and it didn't even hit the guy. But this time it hits him, but bounces off. Oh, but it's great because it, it hits and bounces off, and you're just like, "Oh man, they're screwed." <laughs> just dang it! And then the guy has a heart attack and falls to his death. And then, and then the movie's over. And then, yeah. by the way, you knew from the beginning of this movie when they showed the pictures of all the old hunters that he was like going to end up is going to be a picture of that with kid a picture with, with, with Samuel L. Jackson yeah. and, and I was going to say either air force one an explosion or what it ended up being helicopters, rescue helicopters, a whole fleet of them in the background. Yeah. Full of like sealed. I will say this too. I was very impressed that they actually covered all the different bases. Like the black box was not near, or where, like a tracking unit was not where the president was. Yeah, no, they nobody had a cell phone. He didn't have a shoe for a while. It was a movie that was smart that thought itself out, but then realized that they could do the minimum amount of work possible on establishing the characters because they just lean on action movie cliche. Yeah, it's it's it's. It like felt, annoying you know and kind of like? dumb, but it's it's smart at the same time. Well, it felt it's like, like it's kind like, of an economy of story. Well, it felt like, hey, let's let's give the Americans the American action movie they want, but put a little bit of a of our little weird twist on it. Yeah, our yeah. finished twist. Yeah, um, do something for the people back at home. And you know what? I think it's pretty fun. I don't think it's I don't think it's the most amazing movie I've ever seen in my life, but I will say that I, I enjoyed watching. I've seen time a lot of it. worse American. Oh movies. yeah, 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 yeah. We've it's seen a lot involving of worse presidents net. and and. <laughs> 
<laughs> airplanes. And- yeah. I told Ryan, because I watched it before he did, and I said, Samuel L. Jackson's going to either make it or break it for you in this movie. Because yeah. if you can't believe that he could be pretend to be scared, then you're not going to buy this movie. I love Samuel L. Jackson in this movie. Right, but that's what I'm saying. Like, If somebody can, if you think Samuel L. Jackson can if only, you only see him in one, BA in one way, yeah, Samuel yeah. L. Jackson, and doesn't don't see him as the, having the ability to have some sort of range, then... Like, yeah, then you it's won't not be able gonna to get it. It's not going to be a movie for you. Yeah. Um, but overall, like, I don't know. I had a fun time watching it. Yeah, no, I did too. It was it was fun. It was, yeah, like thinking more about it, the more I think about it, the more I enjoyed it, the more I, I realized like, yeah, that was good. Like, I, I did like that. But there was there was definitely parts where I was just like, oh, we're not going to get anywhere back on that. That's just, that's just it. Um I don't know. It's it's something that I I kind of want to watch again. Um, I I kind of want to like make my parents watch it. This is a movie that my dad would like. This is definitely like a like a movie to watch with your dad. Oh yeah, because it's it's you, you're known, it's you're just like the all those dumb nineties likes. action movies. That known the movies your dad likes. Your dad would like this. Oh yeah, I, I think most dads would probably. I, I, would, I would agree if they like movies in which you know if they can a movie in which the president is in peril but he survives and. You know, nice shots of the Finnish wilderness. All right. Well, so Ryan, I'm going to make this easy on you. All right. Ryan, subjectively, what do you rate this movie? I don't. <laughs> we never rate movies objectively. It's impossible. That's why I said subjectively. Um, you base it. That's why yeah. the, the, the rating system is based on just whatever you feel like. Yeah. No, I, I, I um, <laughs> like I liked it. I solved a problem this podcast has had by just adding the word subjectively. <laughs> so it's been implied since the beginning, Ian. Uh, I would say. <laughs> I would say I'd probably give this movie about a six. Six? Uh, okay. Six out of ten. Six, six um, freezers in the middle of nowhere. All right. In, in, in a place that's already cold. Right, right. Um, okay, uh, I'll probably also give it a six. I think six is a solid, like... Uh, a, a solid thing. Um, six what? Six sandwiches oddly eaten by Jim Broadbent who have never seen eat a sandwich before. <laughs> it's another movie it's first. A, it, you know, I, don't, I don't know that I would be able to name people I have or have not seen eat sandwiches. Mm, I know that I've seen... Uh, I know that I've seen uh, Sam Neill at least poke uh, at some Chilean sea bass with a uh, fork. All right. Uh, I can't okay. say that I saw him eat it. But, oh, no, Laura Dern was eating that, though. She was hungry. I remember seeing like the plate looked moved. Oh around. yeah, well yeah, she was. Um, and blockbuster, or lackluster. Uh, I think it's blockbuster. I, I think, think so. This I is think it's a, fun. It's a good fun action movie. It's a it's a tight ninety minutes. Yeah, and I really appreciate solid that. ninety minutes. That's um, what I told Ronnie. You'll like it. Solid ninety minutes. It, you just you get in, you get out, you get everything you need. Yep, you had a, a fun little distraction from your day, and now you're back to back to life. Um, so yeah. Check it out. If uh, if you like Rare Exports, which I know there's a big cult following for that. I'm sure you've already seen it. But if you haven't, check out this movie and maybe check out that movie. We might watch it. I'm gonna, I'll talk to Chewie and I'll, I'll, I'll read a little more into it and see if it fits our bill. Maybe we'll watch it for uh, in, a, in a, a later, maybe holiday-themed episode. We'll maybe. See. Maybe. Um, so, yeah. So, uh, now back at the ranch. Uh, Ryan... Brian and I are now up to date on Marvel movies. It's true. We saw we saw, we saw Thanos. Thanos, and we saw Avengers: Infinity War. Now I will oh, do okay. this. I was gonna just call it that. I was just gonna call it Thanos. Thanos the Avengers: movie. Colon Thanos. Thanos. Um, I mean, that's what it was. He was so the main character. I I don't. I'm really hesitant to give reviews at the end of these because I want to eventually watch them later and like give yeah, a longer yeah, review. Yeah, that's fine. Um, but I will say this: spoilers. So if you haven't seen it, pause the podcast. Oh, don't, nah, don't spoil oh, it. Let's pause it. No, let's, uh, no, no, just no, no, just no. in case we let one slip. Spoilers, just in case. We might not, but I, I don't want to give it a better safe. Review. I'm just gonna better safe than sorry. That's what I'm saying. Like, what did you think about it? What did you like? What did you not like? Briefly. 
Okay. Um, I Warren Ellis in his um in his email that he sends out every Sunday said that it was an unprecedented brand exercise. Yes. And that's the best description of that movie I've heard. It's it's a movie that says, "Hey, you saw all these other movies. Now there's this. <laughs> you bet you're gonna come back, huh?" Thank you for visiting. It's it's just sort of like it's you know what it is. It's a, these aren't movies; they're serials. Yeah, it, at it this ties point, it's up, serialized. It, it gets us gets everything together. It it really really is one of the few that requires you have seen most of the previous. There ones. is no explanation of who any character is. It requires a hundred percent knowledge based on previous Marvel movies. Eh, I mean, you could skip Ant Man because they just mentioned his name. Once. Oh, I didn't say a hundred percent of the Marvel. I said a hundred percent knowledge is required. And then they and then they they sort of come to a conclusion and they're like, all right, now moving forward, go see the next couple. And you're like, well, I got I got it now. I have a question for you. Yeah. What? Okay, I'm gonna put a limit on it. Oh boy, fun boy. What five Marvel movies do you have to have seen to enjoy this? If you only could tell people to watch five, sure. Which five? Um, Avengers. Okay. Um. Probably, well, I mean, if you if we're talking about the core ones, you have to have seen Avengers, Avengers, Avengers: Age of Ultron, it's two, um, Civil War, okay, um, Cap two, okay. Actually, Cap two is just really good. I don't know if it's necessary. Uh, can you want me to subtract that one from the list? Yeah, say Cap two back. Okay, um, Guardians, the first one at least. Okay, and I don't know if you need another one besides that. I think that you could get away with those four. To be honest, okay. Then that maybe, means you, that means maybe. you get a free one. Then if that's what you think, sure. Well, in that case, you should probably watch the first Iron Man. Okay. Um, what do you think? What's, I your, what's say, your five? I would say actually, I'd probably agree with your five. I debated between, uh, yeah, like yeah, I th- think that's probably right. That's probably. I, I, I mean, I guess Thor three also Thor Ragnarok. Yeah, helps, that's pretty important. Explain some a couple of bits. Yeah, that would be confusing otherwise. Yes, but you could also just watch the trailer for Thor Ragnarok, and you'd be ninety nine percent of the way there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, I really enjoyed it. Uh, I liked it for what it is. I, I don't. If people are like, oh, what's the best? Mar-? I'm like, I, I, it's almost like I can't even at this point with these, with, with especially with this movie, it's almost like it shouldn't even be a question of what's your favorite Marvel movie because this isn't. I would by argue definition, that this is not a movie. Yeah, that's what I would argue as well, and that doesn't mean that's not in, in an insulting way. It's it's a unprecedented brand exercise. It is another episode. It is, the, a, it is a nexus of story that pushes you forward and requires you see at least two more movies if you yeah. want to know what's going to happen. Yeah, exactly. Um, I really enjoyed it, though. I, I would watch it again. Uh, I will say this. Uh, sp- not sp- spoiler. There's there's some feels. You're going to have some feelings. Or you might not. Or you might not. Or I you didn't. might be. Uh, you didn't? No. You didn't have any mm-hmm. moment in that in that no. movie where you were like a little? No. Uh, the, I, all, the, all the stuff with, oh, Thanos has feelings. I was like, I don't care. I, that's not what I'm talking about. Okay, <laughs> but uh, I'll, I'll just put it, I'll put it this way: uh, Chewie, uh, the Iron Metal m- Madman, who we know from uh, from Four Color Commentary and a couple times in this episode, uh, would his heart grew three sizes that day? He he cried. Wow! Like I walked out, I thought like I'm like it's okay, buddy. And we walked out, and I looked over, and his eyes were watery. Really? And I was like, wow, Why? this really hits you. I don't know. Hey, man, he probably wouldn't. He probably didn't cry it up, but he cried at this. I saw an article today that was. It's because he cares about these characters. He didn't give. He didn't. So. He didn't care about Carl or. <laughs> I mean, I care about the characters too, but 
I mean, just look at the movies that have already been announced. We know. Yeah, I know. I know. I know. But at the same time, it's like, you know, but for now. I'm shrugging my shoulders as it's, hard as it, I hey, can. Hey, look, dude, I cried at Last Jedi. I got a little emotional when, when spoiler alert, when Luke dies. If you haven't oh, seen Last Jedi by I now, mean, get out of here. That's not why I got sad. Alan, Last I'm Jedi. looking at you. Um, <laughs> All right, let's stop spoiling movies. Anyway, uh, do I recommend you go see it? Yeah, but only if you as a, you have to have watched all the other Marvel movies first. Or else yeah, like, if you is, go in and watch it, you're going to be like, what the heck is this? You'll be like, this? this is the dumbest thing I've ever seen. It doesn't make any sense. Although maybe, may, I guess if you'd never seen the other movies, you could watch it and be like, okay, well, I want to see the story of that guy. I want to see the story of that guy. Mm-hmm. I want to see the story of that guy. Mm-hmm. Them I don't care about. <laughs> so, okay. Uh, well, any other back at the ranch news that we have? Um, movies Solo that are coming. is coming out. Yeah, Deadpool 2 is coming out. Deadpool 2, that's next week, right? That'll be, that'll be fun. I'm debating. I'm going, uh, so I'm going to be gone for a two-week period. Oh, here. Yeah. I've already had a big gap in the show, but we're coming back. I think we're going to... Are we just going to decide we're maybe going to do one more movie in late May and yeah. then uh, June we're, we're doing something special? Um, we'll talk about that here in a minute. But like I'm going to be in Florida and I'm debating if I sp- I'm going to be in Florida at Walt Disney World. Oh, I'm debating nice. if I take a night to not explore Walt Disney World, but instead mm. to go sit down in a movie theater and watch Deadpool, which I will probably go see. it. I mean, I, uh, I'll figure it out. I'll decide there and then in there. I also know Chewie likes to go see comic book movies with me. Mm, it's yeah. kind of his thing. So uh, I don't know. What? We'll see. Are you guys. Uh, hey, yeah. I waited for him to see Black Panther. He can wait for me to see Deadpool. Too. There you go. <laughs> uh, yes, yeah, so the uh, I was just I was bringing up Solo because the they did this this bit with Ron Howard. Oh, it's really retelling really the Star Wars movie, at least the first one, uh, like a episode of Arrested Development. Coming back surprisingly soon. Uh, which which was left field. Which was darn funny. And then yeah, they remix season four of Arrested Development. It's available right now. That's relevant because the same directors as. Thanos the movie. Yep. Um, and then and then season five of Arrest Development comes out in a couple of weeks. Uh, wait, really? Those guys directed or wait. They they directed the Joe and Anthony Russo directed a lot of the oh, really? uh, episodes of Arrest Development. Well, so they, they, ha- they okay, won so a, they have they experience won a, with callbacks and such. They that won an sense. Emmy for the pilot of Arrested Development. Mm-hmm. That was like their first big director award. Mm-hmm. Uh, and now they're doing and that it, that's if you if you want to make a cinematic universe, hire TV directors to direct your movies. Yes. Um. But agreed. But uh. But yeah. So. But they also said, "What was their interview like? Hey, what do you do? You have any any uh any record? Was it Kevin Feige or was it them? I think it was them. They're like, hey, do you have any uh any uh, uh advice for doing cinematic universes? They're like, yeah, don't. don't. <laughs> I mean, let's be real. Has there been any other one that has successfully pulled it off other than Marvel so far? No. But but maybe that Universal Monsters one will get on. Uh, nope, that's dead. <laughs> They've Dark tried universe. what three times to launch it, and it could. Still I mean, happen. the Mummy one said on the opening Dark Universe. But also, I think I Frankenstein and uh, you know the Dracula no, movie. You know Dracula has, un, un something. You was, know who those were all also has who has done it successfully uh, so far? Uh, the Godzilla folks. Sure. Because they did that Kong Skull Island. They're having. Oh, a, we need to see that. What's the next one called? It's like Godzilla King of Monsters or something, something like, like that. I'm like. Oh man, I watched Kong Skull Island. We should Did watch you? that. It's yeah, it's a lot of fun. It's it's not it. great. It's it's fun. So it's if you want like more mainstream, if you want typical Samuel L. Jackson, oh, is he in that? Oh yeah. Oh great. That's perfect. Mo- uh, you don't know the cast of that movie? Do you no, want me to listen off I, real I, good? I, I saw a thing at one point. It's like everybody. Tom Tom Hiddleston. Sure. Uh, what's the Loki. who's the girl in it? I can't remember who the girl is. She's in things. I can't remember who it is. I'm the gorilla. No. Uh, John C. Riley's in it. I'm sure. Uh, he's a comic relief. 
Uh, John Goodman's in it. Nice. And uh, Samuel L. Jackson's in it. It's good. I can't remember who the girl is. Is Jack I've Black in it? Before. No. Oh, that's no, too bad. No, no. Uh, this she has nothing. This, no, this yeah, takes I'm place sure in the 70s. Yeah. It has nothing to do with Perfect. that. Perfect. Um, but at the very end of that movie, there's like an after the credits sequence where they strongly hint like, oh, Kong's not the only monster in the world. And they show like cave paintings of Godzilla and Mothra and King Ghidorah. And you're like, yes, show me. I've, I've learned, Ryan. As okay, I so, so don't get excited yet. They haven't yet successfully crossed him over. No, no. This is this but, is like, but, my, but that's this happening. Is, this is like showing Thor's hammer at the end of sure, but of it's, Iron Man. it's happening. But at the same time, I'm like, but yeah, even Thor wasn't that great. But I'm still excited to see it. But it's but True. what I've learned is I'm much more forgiving <laughs> because I really bless you. I saw the spit come out on that one. Sorry, uh, <laughs> uh, I'm much more forgiving because I realize as I get older, I just love watching monsters. Yeah. Big old monsters. Hey, that's why we saw Rampage and Pacific yeah, Rim. Yeah, that's why I had fun at Rampage because I'm like, I want to watch monsters so destroy the city. Pacific Rim too, even if it's not. Mm. Oh, fantastic. Man. Rampage is so dumb. Uh, <laughs> Rampage is really dumb. So, um, I don't know. I think that wraps up back at the ranch unless there's anything else uh, you want to talk about. Um, I'm trying to think. I don't think so. No, not really. Yeah. That's it. Um, all right. Well, uh, it's blockbuster season. It's blockbuster season. So I hope ready. my movie pass holds out. Uh, me too. I just ordered it. So me too. Hope it holds out for at least a little longer. Yeah. Uh, while they bleed money. Um, so, uh, it's like hemorrhaging. So that is, uh, the show for this. Uh, that's big game and that's our show. Uh, yeah. but before we go preview for the movie we're watching next time, sure. Ryan, you pick this one. Cause I got to pick this one out. of Yeah. Uh, yeah. Out we of were both just randomly decided just on random movies. two movies. We're just like, you know, what? Stuff just... that, and, and it, this was another one. This was one that I also stumbled upon unexpectedly. Uh, just like, scrolling through articles on a movie website and it's like blah 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 john woo's new movie direct to netflix and i and i scrolled past and i scrolled back and i'm like what did that say so we're gonna watch manhunt okay it is a john woo directed movie uh that is direct to netflix okay uh and and supposedly it is somehow a action comedy that kind of parodies other john woo movies but it's All directed right. by John Woo. We'll see how this goes. All right. Well, thank you guys so much for listening and join us next time when we watch Manhunt. And remember, whether it's Blockbuster or Lackbuster, we're, we're the, the Super, Super Action Bros. Bros. This has been a production of the Stuff and Things Podcast Network. Exclusively at stuffandthingsnetwork.com.